0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, how do you think that this would go down? If you had 45 bets that you had to place in a mm-hmm. single day on Major League Baseball, how do you think you would do those bets? Like, would you do sides, totals, player props? Like, I'm trying to think how you would even go about doing that because 45 is an insane amount and if you're living under Ugh. a rock apparently this is what phil mickelson was doing allegedly he made 45 mlb bets in a single day jenks do you think you could do this
1: i don't think i could i could i mean i could Let's do it then and i here's what i would do i would <laughs> hey, just do try so- the problem is is that i am basic i i am someone who sort of sticks within my lane so i like sides and totals i don't do a maybe a team total i i don't do a lot of player props so i yeah i could certainly just say oh i think ronald acuna hit a home run Durp, put something in sure but i i want to, well i think I that's have... the
0: handicap for phil mickelson like i don't think that that's what was, i mean you know diving into the numbers and saying well he has a really great righty lefty split today I'm, right i'm sure
1: he's like ronald acuna jr home run boom totally but I don't I don't like doing that. If I'm gonna make a bet, sure, every now and then, once in a blue moon, I'll be like, you know what, let's have a little fun. I'll put five bucks, ten bucks on this, whatever. But if I'm gonna make a bet, I want it to be an educated bet, or at least I can justify it as opposed to just saying, oh, Shohei's gonna win. Bleep. You know, so and that's probably what Phil Mickelson did all the time. So I could do it, sure, but I wouldn't do it because if I'm gonna place a bet, I want the I want this study, I want the research behind it. And I research for 45 bets. I, I, I couldn't even do that in a day. It takes me a couple, honest to God, we have eight baseball games on the slate today. And it takes me every day, which is ridiculous when I'm losing. I'm like, I can't believe I put this much effort into eight baseball games. It takes me about an hour and a half every day. And so it's it's hard. And even then, there's no guarantee you're going to win. 45, forget about it.
0: And that's why you'll never be the gambling legend that is Phil (laughs) Nicholson. So do you think if the company funded our pursuit of this, like say they gave us like 45 bucks to work with and they're like, listen, Mm -hmm. we're going to let you put a dollar on every single play. Uh, Do you think we would fare well? Like, cause if anybody has a good shot, I feel like it would be us. Like we research just about the entire slate. How do you think we would fare? Do you think we'd at least pull even?
1: Hmm, this is a very good, this is a good idea. We should do this one.
0: Right? right? Send us we 45 should... bucks. Let's start Send... a GoFundMe.
1: Here's what I'm going <laughs> to do.
0: science.
1: I'm going to take the $45, say I'm using it to vet, and then go buy myself a nice lunch. And then I'll just put <laughs> oh, the bets in the God. rundown and I'll be like, Yeah, well, you know, I didn't fare too well yesterday. <laughs> there goes that $45 into my belly. That's what I'd do. I'd work the system. But I would I would love to do that just for fun. Now obviously we're not going to research 45 bets apiece. I mean if you want to and be a total psycho, you can. We should do it just for fun to see how we fare.
0: Yeah, I don't think that Phil was researching. Again, I no. don't think there was much research involved when you place 45 MLB bets. I Absolutely bet Nerfies not. and yerfies were a large part of this because aren't these like the gambler's like addiction cuz you just want that itch and you want it yes. quick. Like who wants to wait nine innings? If you are a through and through gambler, you probably want something that's quick and easy and to the point. Mm -hmm. So I bet, I bet Phil is a big nerfy nerfy guy. Uh, So let's go down the slate and see if we can make 45 bets in these games. Let's start with the Cubs and the Blue Jays. We've got Chicago plus 125, Toronto minus 150, total of nine. Uh, Javier Assad goes for the Cubs. He's uh, one and two with a three three five ERA facing Jose Barrios, who's nine and three or nine and seven, excuse me, with a three three eight ERA. So Jenks, you probably need to make like mm, three or four bets on this game. Give mm-hmm. me at least one.
1: Oh God, I, I think Blue Jays are the right side here. I don't want to bet against the Cubs though. I'm looking at my bets today. So much juice. Give me a break. It's brutal. Here's the thing though. Javier Assad is a relief pitcher, so he will not go past two or three innings here. And Jose Barrios has been so good at home. Four and three, 2.72 ERA. Both of these teams great against right-handed pitching. No real advantage for either side there. Jays do have the better bullpen. I like them in this spot. Money has poured in on Toronto. If you're going to take a shot on the Cubs at plus 125, I do not blame you one bit, but I would lean Blue Jays' money line. Minus one. Oh, Sold.
0: Sold. We're going Blue Jays. That's going to be one of our best. All right. (laughs) There we go. Sold. Uh, Yeah, because I'll say this about Chicago. Like, I think that the sabotage factor here is that we know the Cubs offense has been red hot at least over the last month. Uh, Second best WRC plus over the last few weeks. But uh, you look at the starting pitcher matchup, and that's where it kind of ends there because it's harder to back uh hey uh javier Assad here as opposed to jose barrios who is amidst a great season but listen the blue jays burned me last night so i think if i'm making 45 bets like i'll throw them in there but if i'm only making a few blue jays ain't making the card for me they burned Mm -hmm. me last night so no thank you please let's go to the yankees and the marlins we have new york plus 120 miami minus 145 Total of eight and a half runs. Nestor Cortez gets the ball for the Yankees, who's five and two with a four, nine, seven ERA, facing Jesus Lazardo, who is eight and six with a three, five, two ERA. Jenks, the Yankees are one of those teams that, like, I, I hate betting on them because I feel like the angle is always, you know, either the under or like fading them, or maybe you want to back them because they have a good starting pitcher mm-hmm. and they do have a good bullpen. But there are so many landmines when you try to play the Yankees that these type of games are extremely tough for me. Do you like the Yankees here, or are you going with the Marlins?
1: I like the Marlins. It looks like now that the Yankees are still deciding who's going to start. It was Nestor Cortez yesterday. Now it's TBD. But I'll tell you something. I would take a hard look at the Marlins. I really like Jesus Lazardo at home so matt says he's seeing randy vasquez i need to look up a little randy vasquez information but jesus lazar this is when you want to back him at home his era in miami is two points lower when he's pitching at home where he's four and two and a 2.64 era is vasquez a righty or a lefty matt i don't know that off the top of my head do we know because that will definitely influence my handicap here i'm not he's a righty okay so The Marlins are the number one team in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching, not as good against righties. So this is their lesser split. However, again, Lazardo, very, very good at home. The Yankees don't generate a lot of runs. So if I can get the Marlins at a good price, I'll leave Miami.
0: Yeah, I'm not even seeing this Marlins game on the board right now. At MGM. And I would imagine it has something to do with the pitching matchup. Uh, but I think yeah. there is a reason that the Marlins are favored here. But I think if it is a palatable juice, you would go in the first five because I'm not sure if I trust the Marlins bullpen. But if you are squarely backing the starting pitcher here in Jesus Lazardo, you take the Marlins in the first five. So that's the way that I would approach it there. Let's go to the Guardians and the Rays. Cleveland plus 165. Tampa Bay minus 200. Total of eight and a half runs. We have Xavion Curry going for Cleveland today. Three and one with two nine five ERA, facing Aaron Savali, a former guardian now with the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. He's five and three with a two five five ERA. Jenks, do you think this plays any role in the handicap when you have a guy who is facing his former team?
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like the advantage goes to the batters, right? Because they know Savali. Yeah. That's what I would think. I mean, they have the chart on him. Yeah, they have the chart on him. They faced him before. So I'm going to look at the over here. This is such an odd matchup because of that. But the Guardians are fifth in the majors against right-handed pitching. So they're going against a righty, and a righty they know very well. And look, Zabion Curry has been... Very good, but the Ravens are the fifth-best team, or the Rays, I should say, not the Ravens. Rays are the fifth-best team in the majors to the over this season when playing at home. I think they can scratch across a few runs here. I'm going to go over 8.5. It's moved from 7.5 to 8.5, so that's where the money is coming in.
0: I think either you go with, you could make the case for the full game over, or maybe Mm -hmm. a first five under, because I'll say this about Xavion Curry. Despite three straight losses uh, for him for his squad when he's pitching, he hasn't been terrible. Like he hasn't lasted deep in these games and maybe that's the knock on him, but he's allowed two runs or four uh, fewer in each of the last three. And the bullpen's a le- little beaten up for the guardians, but I don't know what to do with the guardians at this point. Cause like you said, they have a lot of lefties in that lineup. So usually they hit right-handed pitching a little better, but still this is an offense that is tough to back over the course of, you know, mm. the regular season. They've not been good. Uh, I'll say the under has hit in five, the last five for the Guardians. And uh, the Rays offense is not nearly as potent as it used to be. So I think I'm kind of torn on this one. Like I'm going to have to like pick, you know, four other bets from another game because I think this one's going to be left <laughs> off the card for me. And then finally, we don't have a line on this one. But Dallas Keuchel is starting for the Twins today against the Phillies. And Dallas Keuchel, I'll Mm. hand him this. He was good in his first start uh, with the Twins. As we know, he has bounced around a lot. Uh, The former Cy Young winner had a rough go of it before being released, sent down to the minors. But then he was signed on a minor league deal, I believe, with the Twins, sent up, and last time around, he was pretty solid. So do we think this continues for Dallas Keuchel, or do you think he reverts back into – one of the most fade-worthy pitchers in all of baseball, because at one point that was him.
1: Oh, he sure was. I don't know. Christopher Sanchez was going to be the guy for Philly, and I would have leaned Phillies. I- I'm rooting for Dallas Keuchel for sure, because I think it takes a, I think it takes a lot of guts and a lot of swallowing of your pride to have had the success that he had early in his career, and then struggle, and then he grinds, grinds, grinds finally finds his way back with the twins. And he was very good in the minors before he got called back up. So he was pitching extremely well. The only thing that worries me is that in his first start, last time out, he was facing the Diamondbacks. And as we know, the Diamondbacks have been one of the coldest teams at the plate Mm -hmm. since the all-star break. So it makes me worry. It makes me worry that, okay, you're taking on a team that doesn't really hit the ball. But here's the thing, too. The Phillies have been great. Like the Phillies have been red hot at the plate over the past week. But now Bryce Harper, I believe, left last night's game. Maybe he doesn't play tonight. There's just a lot of variables going on here. Maybe Eileen Philly. I'm not quite sure I'm ready to trust Dallas Keuchel, but I think this is a no play for me.
0: I think it boils down to, do we think that the outcome of Dallas Keichel giving up runs is more probable or the outcome of Dallas yeah. Keuchel, you know, dealing here is more probable. I think I would lean towards him giving up runs because if you look at his last start, even though he only gave up one run, he still scattered eight hits and he didn't strike out a yeah. single batter and he walked two. So it's not like he was purely dominating. He was stranding runners and he wasn't missing many bats. So I think usually when you see pitchers like that, that don't really have the plus stuff anymore, usually it does not turn out well in their favor. And coming into this game, the Phillies had scored at least six runs uh, in each of those last two games. So I don't think that Dallas Keuchel pitches well here, but uh, I don't know. He was good in the last one. Maybe he's a veteran and he can craft his way to being a good pitcher. Because like I said, he didn't strike out anybody, but usually this is how veteran pitchers stay around so long. They know how to work their pitches and pitch to contact to where they're not going to blow anybody's doors off, but they will get the job done. So I am interested to see what Dallas Keuchel does in the start because facing the Phillies, like you said, much different than facing a very cold Diamondbacks lineup, who I will be fading today.
1: I think I'm going to fade that lineup. Isn't Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres today? Oh, Mm -hmm. and Ryan Nelson is going for Arizona. I can't wait to get to this handicap. I saw some money coming on the Diamondbacks and I'm like, "You know what? Good for you. I am going against the money." I know we always talk about you want everything to be in line, but sometimes if you have a strong handicap, you just got to go with your gut and I am definitely going go with your gut and your handicap. I'm definitely going pod race today. So, Chelsea, I'm going to be with you on that.
0: Oh, I'm doing an earned runs prop for Blake Smith. Oh, that really? Way you don't even have to, you know, play in Ryan Nelson in any regard. I'm thinking, can we do rapid fire here and, like, pick four winners? Like, Phil Mickelson style? Cubs, Blue Jays. Who are we taking? Blue Jays? Blue Jays. Yankees, Marlins. Marlins. Guardians, Rays.
1: Under. Oh, wait, I said over. (laughs) I said over handicap, and I just went under. Don't listen to me at all. Seriously, don't listen to me. Over. Over. Twins, Phillies. Ah. Twins, Phillies. Let's... Twins, there you go, Dallas, you got your flowers. Dallas, Twins.
0: Ooh, we'll see if the Phil Mickelson style of handicapping (laughs) works out in our favor because Uh, I know that he is not handicapping these games. Do you think he looks at righty lefty splits? I guarantee you he doesn't, even Mm. though old lefty probably likes the lefties.